Welcome to another episode of Rage Across the Internet, your very own Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. As always, I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we've got the temperate Daniel Tyson. Hey, everybody. Producer extraordinaire. And today, we have another pair of guests with us uh, remotely. Pair? We, we were going to let them in studio, but the smell, just we couldn't. Um, Are you so, insinuating that they're bonars? Or at least one of them is? You know, you can you can make your own decisions on that one. That's all I'm saying. All right. So I'd like to present to you, uh, you dear listeners, everybody, uh, straight from our own Discord, uh, two mods and two talented storytellers. We have Strides of the Dark, also known as Strides. Good to have you, buddy. Good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. And then some guy, I mean, yeah, some attention-seeking creep. Yeah, because we don't give him enough attention. No, he he definitely doesn't get enough attention. No, he doesn't, so we had to put him right here on the podcast. Charybdis the Mighty Jenkins, <laughs> two-time Apple Polishing Champion, straight from Germany. Charybdis, how you doing, buddy? Hi, guys. It's great to be here. <laughs> and you're right, I don't get enough attention, so give me more. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's exactly where you're here. Well, you're going to be on air, man. So. Yep, you've got all of it now. It's going to be recorded. If you change your mind, it's too late. (laughs) Between him and Porter's head getting too big, I expect something to blow up soon. Yeah, well, we have Denny here, don't we? Something very well may. Yes. Well, let's start it already. So, So, you know, guys, I'm glad to have you with us. Yes, thanks, guys, for being here. It's awesome. This will be a nice treat. Yes, this is Danny's baby. So, everyone out there, if you hate it, you message, you send me an email, and I'll give you Danny's home address. No, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> Four, five, three, seven, two, Help Street, bitch. Help Street, there we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Did I get those numbers even close? No, not, right, not cool. even close. Excellent. All right. So before we get, uh, we get down to it, mm-hmm. we got some business to take care of. So first and foremost, uh, we have our Patreon. You've heard of it a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but it's still there, and we still need your help. So if you have anything you can give, it would mean the world to us. And as a bonus, we get to give stuff back to you, which, oddly enough, mm-hmm. I kind of like better. Yeah, well, sure, PayPal would be nice. Well, no, fuck, fuck PayPal. Yeah, we but don't I want mean, PayPal. We want to give back. Because I'm going to remove the fucking doing. PayPal. Like, that's how sick I am of it. Here's um, what I'm saying. Hey, that's even better. No, I, I, wanna, I love the postmortems, man. Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually love, I care more about giving those out mm-hmm. than the fucking money. I swear to God. I agree. Those are so, so much fun, fun to record. Yeah. They're, and in fact, we, we've got two people here. Gentlemen, how are those postmortems? Oh, they're great. So the postmortems give me way too many ideas to not implant them in my games and just totally ripping you off. <laughs> well, hey. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> if you want to yeah, rip them I, off, go for it. Yeah, I, I enjoy them really well as... Especially when I'm doing long drives, listening to them, it feels like getting back together with a bunch of friends and just rehashing previous games. Um, but I also want to mention the uh, monthly um, movie or set of movies that we generally watch together. And that's always a great time, too. Um, regardless, I think, of what Patreon value people put in, you'll definitely get some, especially in this age of COVID, where you really don't get to go out and socialize. You get to socialize with a bunch of people who enjoy werewolf and enjoy watching 
questionable movies. <laughs> questionable, <laughs> I appreciate that. You can't call them movies. They're pieces of art. Well, art. I'll double. This. I'll see that, too. That, we'll yeah. see. That's a raise. Holy shit, thank you. That That's a... Uh, Thanks for saying so, it's man. It's a better endorsement than I could give. So you heard it directly from people who were not paying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, in fact, we are paying you, so yeah. Even better. See? Yeah, so you're getting the endorsement from someone who are paying us. They paid good money to, <laughs> to say this. Yeah, wow. Um, but, you know, it's a great way to help us. And obviously, you know, you see you see our ads on Facebook or whatever, give those a thumbs up because they get around. Yeah, it you helps know. the circulation. Yeah, and, you know, the, word out. the five stars, the reviews, it, it sounds stupid. It doesn't take long. We all know it. it it's so weird. But it, it makes such a difference in terms of... Getting yeah, us get, out there. Yeah. Um, so, please, anything you can do. And I think that's really... That'll about cover it for now. We don't we need to do all this too much, do we? No, no. I think we uh, we have a show today. We do, and it's your baby. This yeah. was your idea. It's my idea. Not only I mean, that, but it's. I mean, it was my idea, and then you stole it and tweaked it a bit. <laughs> a few times. But it's now your idea. The third time, actually. And so, what what are we doing today, Danny? Well, you clicked on the show already. Well, You've no, already I'm seen... in the studio with you. No, I'm talking to the listeners now. Okay. They've seen the title. And if they haven't, well, sorry for wasting your time, but we're going with everyone's favorite episodes, apparently, with A Tale of Two Wolves. But hey, little tweak again. Yeah, there are three of us. There are three storytellers here today. This should be fun. Yeah, I think it should be mentioned. I, I did forget to mention, mm-hmm. but uh, Strides here actually runs a game on our Discord. Yes, he does. So getting Strides' input on some of these plot hooks maybe beneficial from some of your own players. What do you think? I mean, by showing my hand, or then, yeah, probably, if they get an insight in, my, in the madness that is my mind. Well, there you go. This should be, uh, this one's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, in, I'm excited. So am I, but if it's not, we only have you to blame. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right. Oh, come on. That, that's the only reason you got us in here, right? To have somebody to blame with those. <laughs> got a point. No, we thought it would be good. I mean, we had, we'd actually we had talked about doing some kind of storyteller summit thing. Yeah. And we weren't sure the angle we wanted to take, and it was just, well, let's take the fucking Tale of Two Wolves. Yeah. Let's take, let's take those and just do it that way. People loved that first episode, the Tale of Two Wolves. It was We did two our, of them, right? Well, it was our, probably our number one requested redo of oh, an God. episode, so we did it, and people still loved it. Hey, we're going a third time, and that's the best part, because ever since then... I've asked around on the Discord, I've said it on air, people send in the plot hooks. Send them to me, because most of these plot hooks I have today are from suggestions around the community from our Discord members and our fans. Now, are you going to let the cat out of the bag of who's responsible for each? Yes. So if these are particularly mean or torturous or stupid, we know who to blame? Exactly. All right. <laughs> exactly. Now... Petty with- revenge, guys. Let's hope this... Uh... <laughs> Now, whether or not those people got it from somewhere else, I couldn't tell you. That's just what they send me. All I'm right. just going to make that disclaimer right now. Well, see, now, now I mean, we, we I made a joke, but now if they plagiarize their shit, they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's getting right on air, man. <laughs> I hope those were fresh ideas. I hope so, too. Hey, like I said, they sent them to me. We're putting them on air. They, When they sent them, they knew what they were getting in for. All right. Gentlemen, you ready? Always. Yes, sir. All right, Danny. All right. The first Take it away. one. This one is from Turtle. Wolf hunting season is currently ongoing, 
and your pack is tasked with protecting several of Lupus kinfolk without disturbing the wild or their wildness. Now, Porter, you're first. All right. Well, um, first of all, for the uh, the baby version, is I think that's I mean it's a pretty straightforward deal. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously something Murmesque, you know, this way comes, but I think that's a great opportunity to um, show some, breed some appreciation for the lupus side of things, you know, because, you know, you're going to get these kids coming together, you know, right off their right or whatever, just irritated as shit that they're stuck out and bumfuck wherever babysitting some stupid wolves because they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great opportunity to uh, shift that perspective. And really, it may be, you know, maybe the antagonist of that story isn't something wormish, and maybe it's those wolves. Huh. You know, where all of a sudden they find themselves maybe a little outsmarted in a lupus-to-lupus conflict or something. Okay. Uh, Charybdis, thoughts? Well, my, my thoughts would be, why not toss the whole worm thing out of the window and make it a... Uh, that's just corporate greed. Why, why people are hunting those wolves, because uh, some wolves killed some sheep. And now you have the farmers riding up and going on a wolf hunt. That's for for a baby version, and it it will throw the players in a dilemma of of well, protecting the wolves against well just normal humans, not like worm danger or whatever, just normal humans. Like and now that. I have the dilemma of what you're going to do. Yeah, I like that. That's, uh, that's uh, a, oh yeah, you you know get the antagonist that again isn't a credible threat to the players. Mm-hmm. But presents with a, I, I appreciate that. It, yeah. it becomes a, a moral, I, I dig it. Strides, what do you got? I will, I will see Crib and I will raise him one. Oh shit. Not, not <laughs> only do you get to see the, the loop, lupus way of doing things, right? I get to know him day in and day out, uh, see their struggles and trials, but you're also dealing with the kinfolk that live in that area. And let's say, you know, they're, they're ranchers. Right, some of them may be ranchers, and now you're having kinfolk, cross species, coming into into conflict, where the human kinfolk are like, "Why haven't you prevented the the lupus for, from killing our our livestock and our livelihood?" That goes back to supporting the set. Okay. Wow. Now, before we skip, uh, before we move on, <laughs> I think, for, uh, at least for me, for a uh, more experienced pack, I, I would maybe, first of all, I would have them fail. To help the kinfolk to an extent. To an extent. That you're going to lose okay. like half of them. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> but in not know why. Turns out the water supply has been poisoned by a nearby factory, plant, what have you. Something, yeah. You know, it. but it's that they'll have to figure that out in the first place and then deal with that threat. Because these gentlemen had great ideas, you can add in something like that kinfolk rancher who was also maybe like a red herring. Maybe he maybe he poisoned them, you know. Mm. She's a red herring, something to complicate issues. Oh, that's, that's the first one. We're already putting things into crazy perspectives. I love it. I like this building off each other shit here. This is cool. Yeah. Charybdis, you have one to uh, go on more experienced players? For more experienced players, maybe have it... Uh, I mean, it strongly depends where where this wolf hunt is going. And uh, I think we had the talk on the Discord once about the last wolf hunts in Norway. Maybe go for this one. Uh, the wolves are hunted because people want to sell the pelts. And while this is looking like an uh, like everyday thing or whatever in this direction, we actually have um, some Black Spirits or some Pantex people getting people on this hunt 
So you, at the end of the day, hit the kinfolk without hitting the kinfolk uh, directly. Make it a two, three, five layers of things until you get to the guys who actually support and pay for the stuff. I like it. Strides hit me. I was just saying for a, or thinking, not saying, but for a um, experience pack, what I would probably do is add in um, a little bit of Black Spiral complications. That it's really kind of them that are pushing this conflict between the the two kinfolk, right? The two kinfolk species to really destabilize the sept, cause strife between the leaders who are maybe Hamid or, or Lupus, and, and have the players have to deal with that on that multi-level, where originally they're not sure of what's going on, but as more is being revealed, they realize that the sept it itself completely is being manipulated at a pretty high level. Oh, why, why not add, like, um, maybe it's actually the kinfolk you're going to protect is infested by Black Spiral Dancer kinfolk, and at the end of the day you're starting to protect Dancer kinfolk. That's a way you, you could most definitely go. I don't know if I would do that necessarily. <clears throat> would they more experience pack? Maybe. Um, it just it just kind of depends. You know, um, if I've already done Black Spirals and an arc before, I try to stay away from them. You know what I mean? So it's not always Black Spirals. You don't always want to hit your players with the same stick over and over again. What if one of the wolves was secretly a robot? <laughs> weaver, weaver poop. Weaver poop. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah, shoot it. All right, next All right, one. Man. Kinfolk around the sept have been getting sick lately. Symptoms never really get any worse, but they keep coming and going at the same intensity for each individual, and some worse than others. However, the disease seems to be spreading rapidly. Does the pack need to go investigate? cause or heal what do they do um who was uh Charybdis, you're first i'm first yeah who, who said uh, that oh sorry uh, this one's from sleep incarnate okay well, that's kind of a tough one i I'd probably go for um a dna approach on this one mm, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah I, I stole your idea right <laughs> so far yeah <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I go for a DNA. It's, it's basically, um, well, it's a testing population. You have, uh, it's, you know how medical studies are done, and you have uh, one of the population is getting quote-unquote real stuff, while the other one gets placebo, and that's why uh, they're affected differently. And, yeah, well, it, the, the, the problem is, if the pack has to actually investigate on this, depends on how strongly the kinfolk is infected, and uh, would that actually influence the, the sept in the area? Porter's <laughs> 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 a little pumped up right now. Alright. <laughs> Strides, what do you got? Give oh, Porter a second to think about this one. Oh no, I'm... But Strides is next, alright. <laughs> So, like, back when I was originally talking about starting a game on y'all's, I was going this route, and then I kind of reversed a couple of things. So I'm just going to go off of what my original plot was. In this small town, there are a number of, of, of factories that produce food, right? And so one of them is, like, a Tyson's Chicken factory. So the idea I had was that the Tyson Chicken factory has become kind of a blight, um, because of the mass killings and, and, and uh, you know, for, for producing food. And the idea I had was that because of that, it was affecting something the Uctina had 
imprisoned deep into the ground. So it's not just the kinfolk um, that are being affected, but it's the first thing players would come across um, being affected by this blighted uh, uh, poultry affecting them. And then as they investigate, they begin to uncover that, yes, this factory is an issue and we can deal with it, but there's a bigger underlying issue that has now been awoken. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, first off, I think we all know to be wary of things or people named Tyson. <laughs> but um, also not sponsored. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, so I, I, too, was going with the DNA approach. And the, quote, disease... I mean, this was my original idea. I can tweak it if I need to. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, is that it, it is, in fact, uh, the disease is a side effect. You know, to DNA, GLS is a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a real disease. But good luck getting, you know, like any governing body to acknowledge it. Okay. So while they're working, they're workshopping cures, they, they obviously can't get anything passed. Even for animal trials. Okay, no, I, I see where you're flowing with it now. So you, you follow, you track this back, and you find out that they have selected X amount of small towns in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and we're assuming, because I'm allowed to do that, that it's a small town sapped, mm-hmm. you know, and they put additives in the drinking supply that are potential cures for GLS and are secretly monitoring the townsfolk in those locations. Huh. The kinfolk are having a reaction, and that's what that disease is. So it becomes up to them to solve that mystery and, and follow that back to not only the the source in that particular town, but this whole network. Oh, wow. I mean, it's similar, but it was in my heart. <laughs> All right, Kribdis. You got a, uh, yeah, more, what? a more experienced version of that? More experienced version? Well, what if, what if one of the long-term complications of this disease, and it's something that's not um, shown directly, is that the kinfolk will actually go sterile. Hmm. Well, it's definitely a complication. And uh, what about, I mean, that's maybe not really sterile, but only there are no Garuborns or no Trueborns afterwards. So it would effectively... I, 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 I probably just yeah. would add on the on the first approach, because, I mean, DNA is, always, is already a, a pretty deep thing, especially if I, I would go for potters while they just use the water supply um, and affect it. And maybe you can, and the players have to figure out, is actually the normal human population as well affected by it, or it's just the kinfolk. That's a good point. And then, as a, and then as a side effect, they at one point realize, hey, this is going on for quite some time, and since about a year or two, there are no, 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 no new Garu born anymore. Oh, you're playing the and long maybe, game then. Yeah, and, and maybe uh, they, they didn't care for that or didn't thought about that because they have the whole thing about Thelios coming up and the new Garu is a sign of the apocalypse. So they tied it to that. But if you're going to investigate, you realize actually in the that's going on since a few years back already. Huh. Playing the really long game. I like it. All right, Strides, what do you got? Shoot, man. I, like I said, they find something more dangerous, um, you know, that has been awoken, essentially. Um, and try to keep play up the spiritual side. Because uh, most games I've seen tend to ignore that the spiritual world acts, um, aspect of of uh, werewolf. So so play that up a bit more. You know that the spiritual world does affect the mundane. Okay, so now 
Porter. Well, you know, I think um, I think this is what I wouldn't really break down between experienced and inexperienced. You know, I think it's um, the kind of story that, and I think in everybody's case here, you know, that it requires a little bit of um, outside the box thinking, some investigation, some some putting some thought into it, and really at that point, I would just increase any level of um, pushback to compensate for the level of experience. I don't think this one really needs to be separated. That's fair. I mean, I can see why, because especially if you are going to do it for a newer pack, it, it gives them that investigation, and they can lead them in broad strokes of the entire thing here. Right. So. And I mean, even then, maybe it could be just in terms of scale, to where you find the one and done with a new pack, but again, with the more experienced pack, they find the whole network of different towns, and, and now this is a, now we got an arc. Yeah. Look out, baby. We got other places to go. Oh, shit. (laughs) All right. Next. Next. This one is from Lyrics of War. Cockroach, or a member of his brood, approaches the pack and asks them to help free some imprisoned in a Pentex facility. When the players eventually get to whoever they need to free, they end up being a Samza, or the Mockery breed. Strides, you're first. Let's see. Can I pass on this real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. the, I, I think largely it's he wrote a lot of that for us. <laughs> right, right. But I'm, I'm yeah, kind of. I'm drawing, drawing a blank right now. Yeah, no, don't worry. I mean, I, yeah, no I'm, big deal. I'll put a little extra spin on it, I guess. But um, I think lyric, you, you mostly wrote, you did that for us. Thanks. <laughs> it, it's a mockery breed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would kind of suck or oh, third that in this in this situation, kind of. Sorry, Luke, you already wrote the whole story. Yeah, um, I, I guess I, I guess to, to to give an answer of some sort, you know, maybe the um, it comes to the Garu and is, is trying to broker some sort of deal for protection in exchange for secrets, um, and and you could play up the like a level of paranoia, maybe do like a battle episode, like they get trapped somewhere trying to free him, and it's the, well, do we wait for certain death when the first team show up, or do we trust this fucking thing? <laughs> you know, I... But, yeah, I mean, yeah, mostly that story's written. <laughs> Thanks, lyrics. I... It, I, w- I would probably go for, for the one approach. Um, may, maybe Cockroach is tricking you. Uh, I, I mean, that would be the salvage uh, part here. Um, you're going in there, you're trying to, to rescue this thing, and that turned out to be a mockery breed. And as you're trying to, to get it free, you're more or less realizing how this, this thing is not getting freed, but trapping you inside. And at the end of the day, it might be a dystopian version of the, of the plot, but at the end of the day, you realize that Cockroach is a fucker and he tricked you into getting to be guinea pigs yourself. Hmm. All right. There's still a positive spin here. Yeah. I don't know about the weird guinea pig thing, but... Just <laughs> tried to get anything? No, boss. I'm, I'm, he pretty much wrote it, and I'm just like, where, where can I interject at a point and introduce a different element than what both Porter and Crib added? Um, I don't know if that's really my box of my wheelhouse. Do you know what I mean? I get you. Well, like I said, that one's from Lyrics, so mm-hmm. we know who to blame. Yep. There we go. Lyrics. <laughs> That's why I call them Lyric. There's only one of them. <laughs> All right. This one's from Harris645. A kinfolk or garu of the same sept 
was abducted by Black Spiral dancers and being corrupted. How long does the Sept take to retaliate and what do they do? If the corruption has already started, do they kill their fallen enemy, sorry, kill their fallen ally, or try to capture and purify them? Why, yes. Well, I mean, again, I think we're, we're we're put in a situation where a lot of that story is already written, mm-hmm. and and we're being presented with the choices that we would present to a group. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spit this thing also. Yes, I'm please. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take it places. So what if, right? Instead of a black spiral or a group of or for even first team mm-hmm. is, is snatching these these people. What if it looks like aliens? <laughs> but I mean, like it. It looks like aliens. Oh, so they're making it look like that on purpose? Are, are they? Like, you know, you go to investigate the scene and the scent just stops. You There's no... It's it's just gone. And maybe there's like a weird contraption or... And I mean, obviously, it's probably not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's a Pentax crew or it's something else. Um, you know, we, we look into things like fear or um, the various wormish cults that exist. And what if it's something outside the box where it's, it's, it's alien to us, but not extraterrestrial? Okay. But nonetheless, it appears as if little green men have stolen. <laughs> and, and maybe even, you know, you, you include testimony, you know, like witness accounts. So you send this pack out to the woods to find out where the hell this guy went. You know, he's, 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 he hasn't been reporting in, get his ass back here. And that trail leads them to, I saw a saucer come, picked up that wolfman. <laughs> he picked up Rogers like, like E.T., man, I'll tell you what. And, and now, like, how the fuck do you deal with that? <laughs> I think, I think that's the thing. I think you make a little quirky story out of that. Okay. Yeah, can I say something real quick? Please. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't do Black Spiral. Like, once again, going back to, like, you know, you keep hitting your players with Black Spiral and Worm. They see it in everything, right? So, I would do Faye. Oh, you know, okay. I would say, oh, you pretty little guys. You got your <laughs> green little guys, right? Uh, taking them up in a saucer because they can make you think anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and the Faye are... The Fae are doing it because fun. They, well, not just fun, but they're they're trying to figure out how strong you know the Garu are in the area because they do have like an, they they know that Fiona exists, right? Or at least most of them do, and and so they're trying to figure out where, where the boundaries are uh, without provoking you know an ass beating, if you will. I, I dig it. I dig it. Charybdis. I I would say they were never adopted. They they just made it look like. They, they just run away because uh, the Garu part was reluctant in the first place and he didn't want to have die in a, in a war he never chose to be in. And the kinfolk is just in love and follows him or her. And they do a pretty good job in, in trying to uh, throw hints at uh, black spirals and vampires and whatever. And they at the end of the day, they just ran to Vegas. <laughs> I, I like that. It's a, it's a simple explanation, but there's elegance in that. Yep, they, he goes Ronan. I mean, I mean, that would for I mean for the for the non-experienced uh, group, I would just run what was written, you know, yeah. some black spiral abduct, abducted those guys, and that's the story. And if we go for a former experience part, yeah, well, spin it. They never run; they just try to to hint that at you. 
No, you're right. I think the version that that was written was the that was the easy version. You know, that was that was the duplayer version for sure. All right. And those those are those are good calls, guys. I mean, you know, they didn't have as much um, hillbilly accent as mine, but I suppose. You wouldn't want to hear me trying an American hillbilly. Accent. I absolutely actually, do. absolutely, that's all I want in the world right now. No, no, I, I could try, I, and even that, I don't know if I can do it right. A, a bad American German accent. Listen, we're only recording. It's it's just it's just the four of us. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know you guys, and I know this would be on air so fast. I, it would be maybe an extra disclaimer just out there. Here, Charyptas <laughs> talk German English. It actually, honestly, I was just writing that down. How'd you know that? It it, de- it depends on how terrible it is. We might charge for it. It might be that. Good. It might be that funny. Poor broken Southern English. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have another one from Harris. All right. All right. Is this a full story too? No, I'm I'm short in this one a little okay. bit, so it doesn't come to that. <laughs> During a hunting trip, a sept member kills an animal that is unknowingly a kinfolk of a local feral group. The sept has a strained treaty with. You're gonna have to point to one and start us. Uh, strides, you go. You got to you. You skipped last time, so yeah, cheater. It's fair. It's fair. So with a new group, what I would do is I would have them playing peacekeeper. Right, you're having to put out all these fires that are now all the all the ties of trust and friendship are are now fraying at a rapid pace. And on top of that, there is this other threat that you need the fair for. So you, you, you have to play up the diplomacy game a, a little bit. I would throw some combat, you know, um, in there between the Pharah or even another werewolf pack that disagrees with what you're doing. But for the most part, I would just have them play firemen and putting out fires for a bit. All right. What do you got, Caribdis? Hmm. No, that's a questionable. So, yeah, I, I think the, the it all comes down to do do they actually want to save the peace? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on which Pharaoh. And is. <laughs> maybe it it comes down to that this killing was not accidental, but the guy who made the killing while trying to show regret and stuff like that is actually part of a group of the Sept that wants to uh, wants a war between the Pharaoh and the Garu because. Those Pharah are wormsborn and they should be killed and exterminated. They had a whole ro- uh, wall of rage for that. Porter is so mad right now. You're making me talk about Pharah <laughs> and Garu holding hands. So you've already given me half a barnyard game. <laughs> and then this guy. <laughs> Just stole your idea again. The Berlin Wall over here. He's fucking taking another idea. <laughs> well, part of great mind think alike. Because so. obviously, <laughs> no, they're faking it. They want the war. Um, nice. Okay. All right. Well, then build off of it. No. Um. I mean, I, I, tell me why. You're my real dad. I'm your real dad. You, no, no, nope. That's not happening. Well, should ask your mom about that. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ! Oh. This was your idea, too. To, to, to for put, another time here. To put the three of us... I know. <laughs> this is your fault. Yes, it is. All right. Jesus. You know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to roll with it because this is, uh, is bear-related now. 
Okay. I'm going to make this okay with me as a human first. <laughs> it's bear-related. And uh, this becomes a problem because uh, when uh, the news... Obviously, this news has to be broken to mm-hmm. the girl in question who brings gentle his nephew, Gentle Ben, back to life. Okay. Which now sparks the whole bullshit... Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Craiger Wormfoe and his pal, the Death Bear. That's that's the talk of the town because the motherfucker did it. And maybe the Garo in question didn't know that this bear had that power. He had been hiding it. Okay. So this this you know it's it's not the Garu who are instigating at this point, or, or at least the 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 inciting incident isn't the inciting incident per se. It's the reaction to that incident. That now they're put in a position where they have to defend the bear against the Septagaru, who are furious because this asshole can bring people back from the dead after all. He's been fucking lying to us. Hmm. I'm grasping a little, and I acknowledge it. <laughs> it still sounds awesome. <laughs> you know, but I like the idea of turning that on its head if you gotta do it. Okay. Either of you guys wanna put a little extra spin on that? Nah, Potter's just hitting me already enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still... I feel like I'm, you know, three minutes into the round. I need a break. (laughs) All right. Then uh, the next one. This one's from Mage of Mind. A small town is being plagued with rampant kidnappings in the past year. The local SEP fresh cub population has suddenly skyrocketed despite a rise in stillborn births from their kinfolk. And the lack of any of the signs of recent first changes. Is a guy growing stronger? Maybe the wild's influence is being felt? Or maybe something more, and we'll hit Charybdis first. Hmm. I failed to see the connection between the two. So the first adaptions and the uh, the Garou growing out of control, let's say, like this. I pass later, actually, on that one. I have to think about that one. Okay, I'll go ahead and go. I, I would say that one of the local Garou has determined a ritual that may not be completely kosher that allows them to uh, increase the number of kinfolk births uh, despite the stillborn and allow more Garu to be born. Maybe not completely sane because of the ritual that was being used. Okay, I can see it. I like that idea that the the, the Garu being born, for the fresh cubs being born, will come up wrong. I like that idea. Hmm. I mean, and that's a long con thing, you know, but I like that. Right. I mean, like, you know, there are a whole bunch of rituals and who's to say that this Garu isn't like, well, I'm going to grab, you know, the bum off the street and then the rich Karen that pissed me off when I was just going in to buy a pack of smokes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. her life energy to, to further the guy in cause, you know, it's, it's only right and just. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I get where he's going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like Garu can't be wrong. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, all right, here we go. No, no, it's, I mean, I, I like the idea from Stripes. That's basically um, some, well, let's say, mystic group of maybe Octana, because Octana are strange anyway. Especially those creepy t- bane tenders. Right, Potter? <laughs> the, the best Octana, yes. Far <laughs> uh, beyond the best yeah, ones. But, <laughs> Maybe maybe have it to be actually have have a bane tender go and corrupt be the source of that, I like and that. then go with the idea of strides and and rituals, 
but those rituals are uh, whispered to the sept leader, so the pain tender, by the pain he's actually tending for. No, I dig that. I, I think, um, you know, my, my thought's not far off, but perhaps this is ultimately the doing of a magician, that perhaps his or her, I mean, care, magicious, magician, it's... Mage? Yeah, you know, pull rabbits out of hats and quarters out of ears. They, um... Wizards? I just, I just gotta take a shot at them. I can't I help know. it. If I could, if I could implant the the gif of Chevy Chase in the Cookie Wizard outfit in everybody's brain, I would. There you go, folks. What if Coming my... from the suggestion from Mage of Mind. There you go. See, it's shit. I didn't even think of that. Thanks. Yep. Um, no, it is. It would be a mage who perhaps um, lost a kinfolk lover in childbirth. And so, in attempts to return, you know, what was lost, mm-hmm. this has become a side effect that he is unaware of. And while there is an uptake in cub births, those cubs were essentially empty vessels. Oh, and ouch. Yeah. Who knows what's in those bodies in terms of spirit, but it's certainly not Gary of an origin. Oh. Got some burn bright up in here. <laughs> that's, that's what I'd do. All right. Either of you guys got a little extra spin before I go on to the next one. No, go for the next one. I, I like the idea of Porter. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Actually, we can actually confront that together, basically. Combine all that together? Yeah. I, I can see a story yeah. out of that. Captain Planet style? <laughs> sure. That could be what the mage looks like. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> this one is from Melissa. Who? <laughs> Melissa, our favorite female... Canadian patron. Oh, no. Yeah, Guys, yeah. do you know who Melissa is? Nope. Nope. I, I do I remember Melissa. Somebody, I do remember somebody on the server talking about Canadian bacon one time, but, you know, other than that... Did you mean a ham? <laughs> well, anyway, what's Jade's mom have to say? Jade's mom. Jade's mom says, it's a race against time. A race against losing Mehmet to madness and in turn the worm. Race against stopping the slaughter of humans. You say Welcome Mammoth? to the apocalypse. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, I'm just reading what she sent me. M A M U T. Okay. I don't. I'm guessing that's a tribal totem, or not tribal totem, but a totem. Yeah, it's the Get of Mammoths. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm guessing it's a, a tribal bird. I said it. I said it again. It's a totem <laughs> spirit. How about that? What you say? It's a totem. All right. The spirit of Mammoth. How about that? I don't know what Mammoth is. Again, <laughs> I'm just reading. Caribbean. Sure. Yeah, Caribbean first. <laughs> Why me? Okay. Because um... <laughs> I'm the host, it ain't going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, it's a race against time. You have... Um, what are you actually losing Mammoth for? Um, like, actually figure out what Mammoth is in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. Is it a name for... I mean, I know there is an Arabian name, Mammoth, but I don't, I, not, I don't know how she wrote it. Again, guys, I'm just reading verbatim here. <laughs> Well, I, feel, I feel like maybe that was a typo that has fucked all of us. <laughs> all right, hold on. It, it, once a powerful spirit, Mammoth, the great bull mammoth, was a powerful spirit. Oh. And was, okay, there we go. So, so you skipped the, the important part first. <laughs> okay. They don't need to know this shit. No, there were seven paragraphs that were sent to me, and oh, it's a my. cool story, but like you guys want the story, the plot hooks. So I can't. So you didn't want to read it, that's why you filled I, I up get you, I incomplete get you. stuff. Thank you. He's just trying to trick us to make us look stupid. 
No, that was yeah. on me. I, I'll take credit. That was on me. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm blaming you. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, so mammoth is a great spirit, right? It's a great bull mammoth. And since we know that mammoth is basically vanishing, I guess the, the race against time is on, was on that part. So I, I think it could be a third story, basically. You're going to the Umbra, and I'm trying to get it back some homeland of his and uh, make it Mammoth's realm or whatever, Mammoth's realm, uh, being infested. And the, the pack has to somehow cleanse that to restore some power to him so he can survive. And they actually might have to... They might have to find a pack to, well, to follow him so he can get some power back and stay alive. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that's already there. Mm-hmm. Because he, as, as Krubus brought up, you know, Mammoth and, and then any other incarnations, incarnations of Mammoth is fucked because it's extinct. Yeah. And so it is a matter of, it's just a matter of time. So, yeah, I think um, branching off what Krubus brought in, um, obviously we need, I, I, don't, I don't even think I'm like a pack's going to cut it at that point. I, I think you end up sending them on a quest in the realm, and, um, you know, like, in, like you could do this um, archaeology kind of thing, which is weird that I came up with that of the three of us. Um, <laughs> that, you know, finding some old bones or something to, to get into the public eye, to okay. try to force interest, which will, of course... Help bring the spirit help back. Help buy some time, at least, you know? Because I think a pack or two, I don't think that'll be enough. So it, it's going to have to be like, you know, hey... I want to see some of my the spirits. Not going to see some of my ancestors, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you know we're we're hitting the tower pits. We're hitting some ancient whatever to try to uncover those bones and then get media attention to it, which is something that Garu love is media attention. Mm-hmm. So you can add that to it, and maybe at the same time, you know, if we're gonna want to pile on, yes, please keep going. Maybe the the real race against time is the influence of the worm, who is perhaps whispering to, to our pal Marmot <laughs> a, a way to prolong its existence in service of the worm. Okay, so not so, only are you trying to preserve that spirit from going... From just, just fucking off, yeah. yeah. But you're, you're, you're trying also, to keep it from switching sides yeah. before it does. Because maybe the worm's full of shit. That doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it could do something, maybe it can't. But if you can pry this thing away from guy inside, even if it's for a few months, that's still a pretty nice fuck you to the guys. Oh, yeah. So that's, I think that's where you put the race against time, is that can you can you solve this <laughs> and give some positive guy in street cred to the spirit before the worm sways him over? Okay. How about you, Strides? Well, my original idea is that Mammoth is just screwed, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mammoth is is extinct, but maybe you can, like with Almighty Dollar, raise something else into that place, right? And the nearest thing that I can think of would be elephants. So, you know, maybe have the tribe go down to, like, Africa and work with other Gaians down there to help prevent the fall of elephant. And at the same time, on a spiritual side, getting Mammoth to transfer its portfolio, if you will, over to to elephant. Another thing that I was thinking of, especially since one of my players is fond of yelling uh, Weaver shit all the time, is <laughs> you reincarnate 
a, a woolly mammoth via the route that uh, Porter said. Now that's going to draw a lot of attention. It's not something uh, Garu usually like, but you, you do bring mammoth back to life, but with more of a weaver bent. You know what I'm saying? And that that's probably not the best idea, but it's another route you could go. Man, they made how many Jurassic Park films about how that's not a good idea? <laughs> oh, right. I didn't say that. Hey, man, <laughs> life finds a way. <laughs> yeah, you are right. And I want Jeff Goldblum to be in that pack. <laughs> that, that's the name of the pack. You kidding me? You know, I thought the name of the pack would have just been, that's a big pile of shit. It's the Goldblums. <laughs> right. It's a big no. sandwich and we all got to take a bite. <sighs> no, I, I appreciate the... Um, the strides. I, I appreciate that aspect you have of that. No, they're just fucked. You, you don't fix it. <laughs> Here's right. an alternative, right. but you know we're we're out of steak, and you wanting it more is not going to bring back steak. So you want bologna sandwich, or you want nothing. <laughs> well, it, it, the thing is, is like just because there, there's a natural order to things, right? Oh, absolutely. And I, spiritual side does play into that. And so when something goes extinct, it's just the natural course. Yes, you lose that spirit, that totem, but something else will always rise to fill the spot, right? In the case of megafauna, you know, with, with, with mammoth, you, you still have its descendant, the elephant, in India and in Africa. So I would say go, go the route of that and try to ensure that the spirit of the elephant takes up that niche um, in the spiritual realm. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Oh, that's a really cool idea. You guys want to build off on it? I, I think... Yeah, Strice had it. Go ahead. No, no, I just want to say Strice had it, and I like this idea to to transfer, basically, the, the power and the influence of Mammoth. Well, sound, uh, sounds stupid for Mammoth, but he's going to extinct anyway, so better find a way to salvage this aspect of, of guy and power. For as long as possible. Yeah. Before he does go. Yeah, I get it. Uh, what else we got, Danny? All right. Another one from Jade's mom. You didn't know who she was the first time. So oh, Melissa. Yes, Melissa. You should have said that. Go on. <laughs> She's going to hate you so much. <laughs> Players must go rescue five kinfolk from the Sept. They are trapped inside the city of Toronto, having attended a concert at Air Canada Centre. Surrounding the area is a massive riot that is getting bigger and harder to control. These are well-bred kin that need to be returned to safety. Well, I, I don't know, it's... Yeah, thank you for the story, Melissa. Yeah. I, well, I don't see the problem here. Because I know, I, I mean, I heard this scenario, you know, the concert and a riot, and but it's in Canada. <laughs> it's like it's a Canadian riot, isn't it? Like, oops, pardon me, eh? She's going to hate you. So, so maybe, maybe it's a Rob Zombie concert and someone abducted <laughs> <laughs> a guy in there. <laughs> You know, I, hey, I'll, I'll throw out a strange scenario for y'all. It's a baby metal concert, okay? You, you don't get rights. But anyway, moving on. The kinfolk are being coerced by a bunch of kitsune who want to take them back to Japan to run certain, you know, it, to see what happens if they can't, can kinfolk have kitsune children. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't... I. The story's already kind of wet, so now at this point, I'm I'm like I'm gonna throw throw everybody a curveball, you know. It doesn't have to make sense. It just it needs to be fun, and this would be a one-off that I would throw. Yeah, no, I, I think um, I think 
I mean, for sure a one-off. And yeah, I think I think in mine it's the um, the kinfolk had a perfectly pleasant time because they're not Canadian, so they didn't know there was a riot. <laughs> just a few people bumped into each other and said they were sorry. So they just came home. <laughs> Maybe they stopped for some Canadian ham. I, I don't. I don't know. She's so gonna hate you, bro. But it's okay. Yeah, it's right. She'll hate you instead of me. <laughs> Big fans. Big fans of Melissa. She's good people. Yes. Just sh- shouldn't have made it about Canada. This is what you get. <laughs> How about I you, Grubus? Yeah. And what do you think? You build off a little bit. Build off on the whole idea of, of a Canadian riot and and folk getting abducted. <laughs> so no, is what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the story's there. Yeah, I that's mean, a story you can run. Yeah, jokes jokes aside, that that's already a story. Okay. Yeah. So um, you got more for us, though, Danny. Yeah, I, those are the ones that we got suggestion wise. Um, there were a couple others, but like the. The story's already there, so it's kind of hard to break those down. And this is, to be fair, this is a it's a harder concept than it sounds like mm-hmm. to hand off to people. And so, you know, thank you so much for you guys for writing in. Yes, thank you a lot. Appreciate all the write-ins. You know, I mean, we made some jokes here and there, but hopefully for your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but I, I do have a few that I did save from the last time we did this. Perfect. Hit me. Uh, this one is the PCs discover that a new top-of-the-line social housing development purporting to be eco-friendly safe. Well-lit, it is reporting high levels of depression, unhappiness, and depression. There's already been a suicide. What's going on? And we'll uh, we'll hit strides first. Oh, that's easy. Uh, they built it in the wrong place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's make it a... Um, you know, a blight, you know, or, or even better, if you have a strider in the group, you tie that in and, and, you know, they built it. I hate to use the word, you know, native burial ground, but you could go, you know, it was a site of severe gang on gang violence, you know, and those ghosts, those wraiths have, have remained in that area. <laughs> hmm. Charybdis? I, I mean, I like the idea of that's, uh, that's just building the wrong neighborhood, basically. Um, you can go wraiths with that. You can go uh, bane, especially if you in, go for the native burial ground uh, strides try to avoid. Uh, go for it. Make it a, a bane tended place. There's a bane underneath it, and that's happening. Uh, I mean, you can go for quite a few supernatural threats out there and make it a monster of the week kind of thing. I like it. No, I mean those are both uh, solid angles. And I mean, I, I think I think we're all going to be kind of similar here. But I'm thinking maybe it's um, related to a nearby, perhaps underground, literate, literally and or figuratively, mm-hmm. uh, lab where um, femora experiments are being done. Okay. You know, something from Project Anid or something. Oh where, yeah. You know, <laughs> where we're we're gonna we're gonna play with some funky shit, and maybe something got loose. But not in the way. I mean, you say something got loose, and I think the first thing you think of is like a like a scrag or a, a mockery breed or something that's going to run around and create some havoc. Yeah. But but a thing that like ran around, ran scared, and and maybe its abilities is to create an aura of. Okay. And so you have this creature, 
you know, who is an offshoot of this place that's nearby but not directly on, mm-hmm. who's like hiding in the sewer system or deep in the woods or under the woods. Maybe it's tunneling or building a nest to try to just, it's just trying to fucking survive. Like, it's not its fault that Pentex went, hey, let's, you know, <laughs> let's fucking go crazy. But, and, and this, this, in fact, it maybe even it was an innocent creature at one point, giving your players a little bit of a, you know, maybe not a dilemma, because it's got to be done, it's got to be done. I was going to say, But, yeah, you know, put a, put a couple stones in their stomach about having to do it. Oh, okay. The character growth. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good idea. This is an innocent thing that was just a victim and isn't trying to hurt anybody, but by existing, it's hurting everybody. It's still worm-tainted. Yeah, so you just got to grab a brick and bash in that baby's head. Thanks for the visual, bro. <laughs> Anytime, brother. <laughs> Okay, for for a less vicious approach, I I might make it. Uh, there there's a there's an elder Nosferatu sleeping underneath this, and oh. those people are not depressed or those people are not whatever. So those uh, those building works that just shook the earth and that woke that thing up and that thing is going to eat, and so it's going to feed on the population there and the people are well tired. And you know what you get if you're getting sipped on your blood every night. And some people are, are as, uh, as bad as killing themselves. Or maybe they don't kill themselves and the fiend just killed it. And that would be... I mean, that would be a very easy, as I said, Monster of the Week. That's my starting game for, for a new group. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's good. I mean, it's, you know, lacks a certain brick smashing. But... <laughs> <laughs> really you find it in the middle of the day you just use a brick or my favorite method burn the whole thing down that works on almost everything which is <laughs> cool everything. that and beheading those yeah. those tend to just work yep doesn't matter what the problem no, is. And you and you maybe would actually get them stopping cutting off the uh, the forest to build new houses and nearby see that win-win right well, my man, burn it down. I mean, it's that moral thing where you just burn down an apartment complex filled with people in it. Uh, Can't make an omelet. Yep, that was just the oh, same thing. They moved for in the first place, right? Yeah, I'm saying maybe they shouldn't. Uh, I, I don't know, been human. I, I don't know. <laughs> now, do we want to add for the more experienced player, or are we doing that for both there? I, I don't feel like that needs to be broken in, in half. Okay. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I like this idea as well. Um, for experience game, I might actually make it a Gaian thing. That's some spirits of the forest that are being cut down to build these complexes, and they are just avenging themselves. Hmm. I mean, uh, what is that? Reusable it means you you got to regrow the plants, but that forest still has a spirit, which would be mighty pissed. Yeah, no, it makes sense. All right, so you can add at least a little, little bit for the experienced player there. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it can be done. I'm not saying no, you no. have to. Yeah, but... no. No, I mean, it absolutely can be done. You know, and again, these are, the, you know, solid opinions. we got good storytellers here. These are good ideas. Yeah. You know, again, I don't know if I would add the extra, uh, an extra layer to it, but you certainly can, and they both proved it. All right, then the, the next one. Pack is summoned by a, some, a stranger's howl for aid when they arrive to find a lone Garu under attack by Banes. The one under attack is claiming to have information vital to defeat a local Pentex plan. Porter's first. Okay. My gut feeling 
All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was, you know, you find a lone, you know, guy with enough bands, and then you help him and he introduces himself. Sam Hyatt, how you doing? <laughs> Since you decided to help, I'm going to give you a 30 second head start. But okay. that's not what you said. You added more to it. Well, I embellished it a little bit because, again, <laughs> the story's there on these. So I had to okay. kind of take a little bit out of it. So you were, all right. I mean, that was the first thing that came to my mind because I've always loved the idea of, of a story that's you are fucked, evade and survive. Okay. I've never run it, but I, I've always liked that idea. So that, that was the first thing that came to my mind. You know, obviously this could be a trap. Hmm. Um, it did not necessarily for from a wormish standpoint. But, but just the, in general? Yeah. You know, say the Garu in question. The Banes happened, you know, just because shit does sometimes. Right. But in truth, this was a ploy to get that pack, you know, the player's pack, to, to go to place X at time Y to do things Z to get caught and murdered because of an old family blood debt, or feud rather. Either way, it could be. It could be that could be a few, but this this is what this is. This is your grandfather did something shitty to my grandfather, and now we're gonna fight because they're both dead anyway. Right, and like you didn't know about it, you, you they should you should ask more questions. <laughs> and really, this is an example of how you could you know you could tweet this example of how the Garus passed. And in their their long history and in the cycle of things can really come back to bite you in the ass and prevent them from moving forward. Oh, Charybdis, Strides, either of you guys want to throw on top or you have your own idea? I mean, I, I had the first very lazy idea, which I actually don't run, but that's an easy idea for an inexperienced storyteller to do it. And I think it was, it was one said on the podcast, there had to be like 500 million uh, fetishes that hide room taint on the on the guard room because suddenly every guy coming to a sub has that thing and is in secret a black style dancer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if there would be a, an easy way in, an easy way into that, that'd be a thing. So this this guy is in, in fact actually uh, a dancer trying to get the sub involved in stuff that they should not be involved in. Maybe get away from this, uh, make it a trap anyway, um, but that's not from Pentex, but that's from a different sept. And that's from a different sept that wants your people um, go against that Pentex facility to grind themselves up. And while your sept is weakening itself and, and taking this thing down, they come and take over your sept. So basically, you go in there and you come back seeing your whole house, your home burning, basically. The bait and switch, I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Strides? I have one for new players and I have one for old players. So my new player idea is the fact that this is a um, silver king, right? Right, A high-ranked older silver king who just happened to, you know, get ambushed, essentially. And as the players interact with that silver fang, you know, he's like, hey, there's this great thing that I need you to go do. It's against Pentax. And so they, they go on this journey uh knocking over these Pentax things because the Silver Fang has convinced the elders of this. But as they go along, they realize that he's just batshit crazy, and they've been (laughs) killing the wrong people the whole time. And so uh, that's what I would do to the new players to kind of put it in perspective that... (laughs) To fuck them up straight away is what you're saying? (laughs) Well, (laughs) that, but like, Garu aren't always right. And just because someone is a old Silver Fang 
to kind of put in their head that Silver Fangs aren't all right up in that brain housing group. You know what I mean? Especially as they get older, the, the, the madness that is previously in other editions more prone becomes more manifest. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, so, I'm into that. Yeah, so a new player, show them the crazy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's good. Yeah, I know. I like it. How about the... Yeah, you said you had a... A, a new, an older player, a yes. veteran player. A new skinwalker in the area who originally put out that trap to try to get onesie or a twosie. Uh, ended up with a whole pack, and of course, as Crib says, you know, he has one of those things that hides the fact that he is a skinwalker. Infiltrates the sept, you know what I mean? And claims that his sept from way far away was destroyed. And now you have this malingering cancer in the group that interacts with other plots. <laughs> So this guy. Yeah, I like it. That's, That's good. good shit. All right, Porter, what do you got? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, where do you go from there? Ah, they're, they're, they're both pretty good stories, so just spring off those at least. Yeah, well, you know, they, they are. They're, they're solid premises. And then you've got, you know, the, the one I threw in, and even, even my joke on with, with Sam. Um, <laughs> I mean, which wasn't, which wasn't really a joke, but I had to tweak what you gave me. Um, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I can improve on, on what, what we've already laid down. Well, both these guys had pretty good, solid stories, so. Yeah, you know, uh, I think we leave it there at that point. Okay. Talking about leaving, I fear I have to introduce my, my son Adrian, he just woke up since it's three o'clock in the morning here, and since he won't go back to bed, I fear, guys, I have to leave you here, and hope to be back at one day. We, you know, we'll... We appreciate you being here, Yes. yes... Please come back. Definitely. And yeah, thank, thanks for joining us today. I mean, that sucks. You got to go early, but we get it. Thanks for coming thanks out. Yeah. It's sad priorities have to make. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Understandable. Right, see you soon. See you, Charybdis. Take care, bud. Take care, bud. Bye. Take care, bud. So, Strides, I have one more, if that's cool with you. Far away. All right. A war breaks out between PC's sept and another sept next door with each accusing the other of meddling in their affairs and being incompetent in their war against the worm. We'll give this one to Strides first. All right. I think the easiest way of going about this is by having a Korax causing issues. Maybe not a Korax, but but an outside source. Let's make it a new Asha, right? Let's make it a coyote, straight up coyote hmm. causing, causing junk, right? And... And have the players start to filter truth from, from fiction. And maybe there is an underlying cause that really needs to be taken care of, and Niwasha is just doing his thing to bring that about. I like that. Um, <laughs> didn't expect it. No, awesome. I, I didn't. No one expects to wear coyotes. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Um, my gut, you know, my first blush said, oh, it was a black spider trick. But again, that's so easy. Yeah, very easy. And and a little boring. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so, because it's everywhere. What if this is actually a plot by a third sept? Oh, I can already see where you're going with this. <laughs> Pitting them against each other. Pitting them against each other to swoop in and take both territories while they're at their weakest. Perhaps a Shadow yeah. Lord power play. Perhaps a Silver Fang show of force. I was thinking Shadow Lord power play. You know, I'm 
I'm going to throw one at you and say maybe it's not Shadow Lord or Silverfang. Maybe it's a Wendigo throwing both of those tribes against each other. Well, Hoka, hey, that's a perfectly viable option, too. Because <laughs> okay. yeah. Wendigo just says, you know, screw both of you. It, you took my sh- my stuff. You're totally right. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a perfectly viable option as well. Tell, it, it could be get a Fenris testing the resolve. It, it could be a lot of things, but I think I would do an in-nation plot to either, or probably, to take all the territory. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, I don't even want to say, let's go with the new player versus the vet player. I want to keep building off this one right here. Okay. You're the producer, man. <laughs> Tell me, keep going. I This one's fun. I'm glad we saved this one. All right, all right. Well, the two steps. Mm-hmm. Let's say, oh, this is the easy one. <laughs> let's Let's say... It's a get in a Black Fury Cairns, respectively. Right. And because the bad blood between the two makes sense. Makes it a very, very easy. Mm-hmm. But both are in the overall protectorate of the Silver Fangs. So this both, you know, weakens these seps for the Shadow Lord grab, but mm-hmm. undermines the authority of the Silver Fangs, who perhaps are sending emissaries down, you know. Uh, Philodox is Philodox I, if you will, because that's the plural now. Now it is, okay. Yeah, to <laughs> sending them down to mediate in those messengers, those fucking mediate, they're not getting there. Oh, you son of a bitch. They're getting intercepted and assassinated on their way to those cairns. Oh my god. To make the Silver Fangs look like they're not doing anything and that they're fucking incompetent. Come on, Strides, keep going with this. I, uh, I'm over here chuckling because I'm like, yeah, I could totally see that. Because cause despite how much shit I give the Silver Fangs, they're not all incompetent and insane. But I, I think if you have a Shadow shadow Lords there and this is happening, the Silver Fangs first go-to is, what the hell are they doing? You know? And, and that's why I say, hey, let it be the, the Wendigo who are actually doing this between, you know, the, the Get and the Silver Fangs and that... The Shadow Lords are, are the technical red herring, you know, because no one thinks that the Wendigo could play an underhanded trick like that. But they're hunters, you know, um, they're the ones that that can find anybody no matter what. I mean, that that's what their tribe is is known for. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the way how I would play it, that they know exactly who the couriers are. And that's why they're able to, to target and hit them. And maybe the Shadow Lords are complacent in this to some degree, but I don't, I, I wouldn't say that they are the main movers and shakers. You know what? I like where your head's at. I'm going to transition to, to say that Shadow Lords are in fact the red herring. It is the Wendigo, but the Wendigo are, are involved in this on the surface as well, because they're, they're victims too, you see. Oh. oh, you're throwing that in there. Okay. You know, maybe this, um, maybe this group of cubs who didn't make it through their right, uh-huh. In truth, right? Okay, the re- the real story is they died and the writing shit happens, but maybe the story they're telling is that we found a group of our cubs who were off on their rite of passage, slaughtered, and here's part of a necklace with the get a Fenris fucking glyph on it. Right, exactly. Mm, yeah, who to blame? Right. While meanwhile, mm-hmm. the Fury Sept and the Get Offender Receptor having the static, so it looks like the Get are completely the fuck out of control. <laughs> Throwing everybody under the bus. Yes. It is. Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> I love this shit. <laughs> oh 
man, I'm so sad that Kareem just couldn't stay. Yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. But <laughs> he just would have stole my idea again. <laughs> yeah, I was say, yeah, probably was fully right. Twice he got me on that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I had, but I kind of have a feeling you guys have one for each other. I, I actually do have one. Strad, you got one? Yeah, I got one for you, so you go ahead and fire away first. You know what? You're the guest after you. In a place that normally does not have earthquakes, let's take, you know, you could choose any region of the world that is far enough removed from a fault line. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are a series of of earthquakes that are happening or, yeah, let's just leave it at earthquakes and see where you go with this. Like, what is causing it? Who is causing it? Go. Okay. Well, um, chemical dumping in a nearby, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. The wheels are turning. (laughs) Okay. He just got a big shit-eating grin <laughs> on his face. Okay. <laughs> the the earthquakes are the result of, I mean, there is some chemical dumping, mm-hmm. which isn't related, but it is insofar as that's a perfectly nice place for a spiral hive nearby. <sighs> and guided through visions given to them by perhaps one of the urges. Okay. You know, we we can spin a spin a Rolodex through Malpheus. We can pick an urge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> has has given visions to the this pack of spirals who have made this a temporary hive, and have used those chemicals in conjunction with some mysterious rites to create an off an offshoot of the thunderworm, like a hybrid, and have created a a a, a pit uh, a breeding ground. For these thunderworms, this new kind of thunderworm under the ground there. And that's what the fucking earthquakes are. It's their movement is they're spreading around, growing and increasing their territory. It's more like a quake worm. Well, that's what a thunderworm is. Right, we got at the larger size. Yeah, (laughs) thunderworms tremors, man. Yeah. Like original Tremors, not the weird later ones where they get wings and frog legs and shit. Yeah. Right, right. I was just thinking it's the new Mongolian death worm. The fucking yeah. Dune, Beetlejuice. You've seen this worm a lot. Yeah. A lot of them use it. Yeah, how's that for you? I like it. I like it. Now, can you build off that? No, I think I think he hit the nail on the head on that one. <laughs> yeah. as, far as, as, as far as in, you know, making it good and interesting for the players and, you know, as an ST to run. No, that was good. That was good. Now I got one for you. Oh, I'm, I'm worried now. Go ahead, fire. All right. A kinfolk in a place the pack has never been winds up dead. And on this kinfolk, whom this pack has never met, in a place they've never been, is, a, is the name and picture of the pack Alpha. Go. So it's a kinfolk who has a name and picture of the Sept Alpha. Of, of the, the players, the pack right, Alpha. The player, yeah. player Alphas. Yeah, okay. Nobody knows him, and they've never been anywhere near where, where this guy is. And he's yeah. dead. And he's dead. <laughs> yep. Right. Oh, man. I, I, I You know, the, the first thing I have is most players are, you know, lost cubs, right? True. Uh, or, or orphans, you know, they, they've fallen through the cracks in society. So if that's the case for the alpha, I would definitely play it off as this is, uh, what's the term for a kinfolk who doesn't know they're kinfolk? Um, Keating? They didn't know there was a term for that. Yeah, that might have slipped by me too, shit. <laughs> right, right, there's, there's a term for it. I can't 
think of it off the top of my head, it's in one of the books, and uh, sadly, I'm not going to go digging through it. No, there's, uh, there's absolutely no need for it. No. <laughs> right, right. So I would definitely play it off as that as as that that person had given up the the alpha young in life and was you know had been tracking that person down throughout most of their life and finally had begun to make contact when they they fell afoul of you know it can be something mundane but now you have this big like hubbub of what's going on who's going on and that that's kind of boring so what i would do is i would throw it in an ancestral enemy whether that be another sept it could be something as strange and alien as as the fae you know what i'm saying um getting back at that person's family and now they are aware of the player character and, and what is going to happen from that. That's how I would play it off of a little bit of intrigue, a little bit of who done what, why were they killed and the revelation of who that person was to that character. I dig it. Hmm. I dig it. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> I, I want to see your scenario and raise you. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Well, because this is off of your scenario. I didn't know you, you know. It, it, it's not a relative. It's a PI kinfolk who was hired by said relative. Oh, Jesus. Who is of another tribe, perhaps a rival tribe, depending on the tribal breakdowns of the pack, mm-hmm. who has a problem with how things have turned out, or perhaps is now drawing the alpha in there for the entire pack into some older family squabble that Sidelpha knows absolutely nothing about. Perhaps still dealing with the Fae or whatever. But now, you know, that relative is still alive, so the player has a chance to interact with that relative, and maybe that relative is in the, the aggressively in the wrong. Hmm. No, I, I, I like it. Uh, I tilt my hat to the better ST in this case. Good, sir. Well, I, I don't I mean, know if it was a competition. Yeah, but like... We certainly weren't measuring, but thank you. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like you know, you, you took it and you raised it, and you know I can't, I can't, can't get mad at that. You know, and I'm learning something new. So uh, always take the next step. You know, ring the bell, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, Danny. You're welcome. Oh, this is <laughs> this is good times. Uh, but that, oh, yeah. that seems to be the, what we had. Unless you guys got any other ones, but it's about I, I, that time. So yeah, I just had the one. Um, Strides, thanks so much for joining us. This has been great. Yeah, man, thank you so much. It's an honor to have you on here, and again, it's it's an honor to have you as one of our patrons, as one of the story, as the storyteller in our Discord server. Yeah, I mean, we're you know, I've sat in on several of your games, man. You you are a top notch storyteller, and I'm I'm proud to have you with us. I'm thankful to have you with us. And hey, if you're interested, maybe uh, you just maybe coming back on the show again at some point. Oh, absolutely. Just give me a shout out and let me know when and where, and I'll be there. We appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks so much, man. Um, in until that point, or really until next week, <laughs> like there'll be a, next week there'll be a show. And um, <laughs> well, I sure as hell. So. Right. On behalf of everyone here at Scratch Wolf Studios, I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all your support. You know, take care of each other. Keep on howling, and we will talk to you next time. We'll see you.